We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, the Knicks overall now will fall to 5-3. and R.J. Barrett lines that up. Rebound Turner, and that will do it. Knicks drop their second straight. A wire-to-wire victory for the Indiana Pacers here in Indianapolis, 111-98. to All right. Well, that was very fun. Um, Knicks lose their second straight game to the Pacers of Indiana, the hated Pacers. My most hated team growing up, although your mileage may vary between them and the Heat. Or if you're a little bit older, I guess the Bulls. Or if you're older than that, Celtics. But it's never good to lose to any of those teams. And I certainly hate losing to this team. Um, Final score, 111-98. A couple things to start off with before I get into the actual game. One, um, I'm sure there will be people who will want to focus in on the refereeing in this game. Um, It was a very poorly refed game. I... I don't even know that it was necessarily much worse for the Knicks than it was for the Pacers. It was just a really badly ref game. And, um, but that's certainly not why the Knicks lost this game. The Knicks lost this game because Miles Turner and Goga Bitaze, and if you want to throw in Tory Craig, combined to go 11 of 17. Did I get that right? Yeah, 11 of 17 from, from three. Um, you know, you could point to the fact that Brogdon was 0 for 4, uh, Justin Holiday was 0 for 7, but, you know, the Knicks game plan since Tom Thibodeau took over this team uh, has been pretty clearly like, look, we're going to concede, we're going to concede some things. And one of the things they have always conceded is, uh, oh, I, f- I forgot the biggest shot of the game, TJ McConnell hitting the, the corner three. Um one of the things they've always conceded is is three-point shots to not great three-point shooters. And uh, Miles Turner, if you're going to hit 7 of 10 from deep, well, you're going to hit 7 of 10 uh, from deep. That's that's one of the reasons why they lost. They also just didn't play very well. Um, they missed a lot of shots they would normally make. I will have some commentary on the fact that they only took 24 three-pointers and they only made five. I think that is – um, something, an issue in terms of how teams are guarding them now that they are going to have to deal with. Um, more on that in a bit. And like Pacers just made a lot of good shots. Pacers made, made big shots left and right. And uh, the Knicks didn't really make any big shots. Uh, if we're being honest, I don't, I can't think of a single, like, I don't think they made a huge three. I don't like, it was just, they just didn't, didn't make a lot of good shots. Um, Last thing I want to say before I get into the Super Chat and I get into uh, some of the specifics of the game, for anybody who's like, you know, the Knicks were 5-2 and two and they lost to a 2-6 team, how dare they? Pacers are not a 2-6 and six team. I understand they have a 2-6 and six record. They lost two games by a point. Um, they also beat Miami. I'm the only team in the league to beat Miami so far. Um, they're a good team. They're, they're a 500 team at least. Uh, they'll be in the play-in, if not the playoffs. Uh, they're healthy now. Bad, not a great matchup for the Knicks, um, especially if their bigs are hitting threes. They got good screen setters uh, and Brogdon, who drives, Levert, who drives. Um, Knicks had trouble, you know, matching up with with those guys and obviously staying in front of those guys. That said, um, for as much as New York did give up 111 points, I thought their their defense was not 
thought their defense was not nearly as bad as it was in the second half against Toronto. I'll say that. Um, I thought they played, you know, you know, they played pretty hard. They played pretty well on defense at times. It wasn't consistent. It was not as hard as we saw them play last year. If they played that hard on defense and if they played as consistently as last year, would they have won this game? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's how they won games last year. They they just by, you know, clawed tooth and nail and stuck around until someone would make a big shot. Um, you know, but they're they're in a bit of a they're in a bit of a funk right now. That said, it's eight games into the season, uh 10% of the season. Uh they're five and three. Um, disappointing loss, not a great game, poorly played game, poorly played game from specific players that we will talk about. Um, I'm not, I, I'm not going to lose a lot of sleep over this one. Um, you know, that said, it's two losses in a row playing the world champs on, on Friday. Um, then, you know, tricky game against Cleveland. Then you got a rematch against Philadelphia. Um, it, man, the East is, the East is good. The East is good, especially if a team, especially if you're going to lose to a team like Orlando, especially if you're going to lose to a team like Toronto, those are supposed to be two of the four worst teams in the East. Um, Cavs are playing respectably. So yeah, the East is tough. The East is tough. It's, it's not going to be easy. That's why um, I was always kind of hesitant to, to be too crazy about this team ceiling, just because there's a lot of good teams. And if you, if you don't play really, really well, you're going to lose those games. And um the Knicks did not play really, really well tonight. The Knicks didn't play really well. The Knicks didn't even play good. They kind of played bad. Um, okay, let's get to the super chats. Um, we had I saw Travis Drowd Drawed in the uh, it was made a super chat comment before I even logged on here. So thank you to you, Travis. Abysmal game. Um, Abysmal's a little strong. It was not a good game. Um, that's all I got. Too many things stick out to mention. Just one long time watcher, first time super chatter. Keep it up, KFS. Thank you. Um, there were a lot of little things and a lot of little poor performances. Also just some weird stuff like Kemba Walker was two of 11. He was 05 from deep. Julius Randall. We'll talk more about him. He was six of 16. Uh, some bad shots. I did not think, you know, I, I was almost afraid about what kind of game he was going to come out with and um, forced couple. I also thought there were a lot of stretches of the game where he was looking like overly looking to make a pass, uh, made a lot of quick passes, you know, drove into, into, into the, the teeth of the defense and then kicked it out. Like, again, he's trying to find his way. It's just not there for him. It's not coming naturally. He's not letting the game come to him. I, I would argue that what he's, what Julius is doing right now is the opposite of letting the game come to him. Um, you know, but again, I'm not I'm certainly not putting this on Julius Fournier, one of five from deep. Uh, RJ, who hasn't really missed from deep this year, uh, two of six. Uh, Burks was the only guy who was who was above board, two of five. Okay, um, Dom Cappuccini. I think our half court D was worse than our transition tonight. Uh, I don't see it as a good sign when look when looking improvement on total D. I know Peyton isn't the answer. Um, I think they struggled with the Pacers, the fact that they have two guys. Brogdon's obviously their nominal point guard, but as far as I'm concerned, um, Karis LeVert is kind of – he's not a point guard, obviously, but he's definitely a secondary playmaker. He can definitely put the ball on the floor, make the right pass. Made a lot of shots tonight. Um, yeah, the Knicks struggled to stay in front of those guys. And even RJ – look, I've, I've, uh, I've, I've sung – we've all sung RJ's praises – left and right all season long. I didn't think RJ was particularly great on defense tonight. I thought Levert got him a couple times. That said, RJ Barrett was the best defender on the Knicks. He was the best player on the Knicks. He's been the best player on the Knicks now four games in a row. He was certainly the best offensive player on the Knicks, even though we finished only eight of 20. Um, Obviously we'll talk more about him. Um, But yeah, they didn't really have an answer. Like Sabonis, Turner, these guys set good screens. And if those guys are then pick and pop threats, you know, you, you you leave a guy like Mitchell Robinson and Nerlens Noel, you leave those guys in really tough positions. Like, if the, if their centers are going to hit threes with a guy like Sabonis down low and a guy like Brogdon, like, that's a really tough team to play. Um, that said, could the Knicks have defended better? Yeah, it's, it's you know, but it's it's tough. They got they, – this is a good matchup for – or, sorry, it's a bad matchup for the Knicks. Um, rough game is from Ryan Huang. Uh, rough game, can't win shooting the three like that. Don't like – how the first unit seems to always run through Randall and Fournier, even when RJ is hot. Um, yeah, I, I, 
I, I think RJ got his looks tonight. I mean, RJ shot 20 shots, more shots than anybody else on the team. Um, he got three assists. Um, there were other possessions where he didn't shoot it. You know, you, you you're not going to run into RJ every time. Like you, you, you there's going to have to be a balance here between Randall, RJ, Fournier, Walker. Like that was always one of the concerns. You're bringing in a lot of talent. You're bringing in a lot of talent, guys that are used to having the ball in their hands. How are you going to juggle all this? And now we're eight games in. It's pretty apparent to all of us that like, okay, RJ seems like he might be emerging as the best player on this team, which is amazing to say, but it's true. Um, where's the adjustment? You know, how do you, how do you figure that out? Like you're not, it's not going to be like, okay, we're featuring RJ on every possession. There's going to have to be a balance. And I, I, for as much as these guys got a lot of open threes in the open uh, opening three games, four games, I I don't know that they've really learned how to play with each other yet. Um, At least, at least when teams are going to play them like this. And that's the other main point that I wanted to make. And then I'll get to the rest of the super chats is it seems like now two games in a row, teams are saying, we are not going to let you rise up from three. We are going to make you put the ball on the floor. And specifically, we're going to make you shoot from whatever it is, long mid-range, short mid-range, try to get to the rim. And that's kind of the dirty little secret is like, you know, Kemba Walker's not great at getting all the way to the rim right now. Evan Fournier, is he's okay at it. The, the only guy who's great at getting to the rim right now is RJ, and he's been converting there. Randall, he had some nice drives tonight. I want to give him props for that. He had some really nice drives tonight. He also had some drives that were not so nice and that looked like they were they were forced. Um, but, you know, the Knicks, I, I mentioned it in the newsletter today, the Knicks are by far the worst um, team in the league from the long mid-range. They are hitting, before tonight, they were hitting 29% from the long mid-range, and I'm fairly certain that number went down after tonight. Um you know, teams are going to give them that. They're, they're, they're like 15th in the league um, at shooting those. Again, that, that number is going to probably go up. Um, you know, they need to figure out how to counter when teams are trying to counter what they're trying to do. But, like, they're not getting those clean three-point looks that they were in those first handful of games. Um, I'll be curious to see what Tibbs does to try to um, get them uh, more of those shots because clearly that's what they want to do. Um you know, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, Robert McGinley, 6 for 16 from Julius and 2 of 11 from Kemba. Just isn't going to cut it. Yeah, no no secret there. Can't completely blame that game on Miles Turner going off. No, not completely. Um, but, like, you don't expect Miles Turner to go 7 from 10, uh, 7 of 10 from deep. Um, yeah, the Knicks didn't, like, honestly, I, I the way the Knicks played, this felt like a game they should have lost by 20. And the fact that this was a two-point game in the fourth quarter, honestly, was a bit miraculous to me. And I think is a testament to the character of the team. And they didn't give up. They didn't give in. They kept fighting. I did think the defense ratcheted up a lot. I mean, they only gave up. uh, What did they give up? After 36 points in the first quarter, last three quarters, 23, 21, and 31. And that last number is a little deceiving because it got uh, a little crazy at the end there. But. You know, it's just, again, bad game. Rage X. Uh, defense, uh, more important than the three-pointer. I would agree with that. I don't give a F. Miles Turner should never be allowed to hit six threes, seven threes. Pathetic. I hate our new three-point identity. <laughs> give me my defense back. Um, I love our new three-point identity. I think that's a that's a bad comment. Um, you need to win. You need to win with the three in the NBA today. Good teams can hit threes. Um, I... I you, ideally, yes, you want to have a great defense too. Um, Milwaukee won the championship with defense last year. The Miami Heat are winning with defense this year. They don't have a ton of great three-point shooters. So, yeah, of course, you have to be better at defense. And and I think if – but at the same time, like, you can't win if you're a defense-only team. Like, we, the Knicks were as good at defense as there was in the league last year. They didn't stand a chance in the playoffs. Um, you need both. Now, I think they made a trade-off of three-point shooting for for they gave up a little defense for a little creativity on offense for a little three-point shooting. Um, I don't know that I would say that this is now their identity. I think they're still finding their identity. I think that's actually part of the problem. And again, um, 
I have zero problem with them letting Miles Turner take 10 threes um, or shots from deep. That's the game plan. If you're going to like, you have no, no NBA team can stop everything. You have to concede something that said um, a couple of those looks. Absolutely. Would I have liked Mitch or Nerlens or whoever the hell was guarding him, Bataze too, to get out a little bit more. Sure. But then you have to worry about the guy putting the ball on the floor. Um, again, you can never have your cake and eat it too. You always got to concede something. Um, I think again, the Knicks are trying to find their way. I do not think this is a bottom five or 10 defense. I think they're going to wind up at the top 15 in defense, probably closer to the top 10. I think they'll figure that out. It's a Thibodeau coach team. They'll get there. It's early. Um, but they needed the, they needed the, the life in their offense. Um, because if they didn't get that, they would have been screwed. Uh, Wixel Metellus. We need to stop this three-point shooting strategy. Our guys can't even hit their free throws. I don't know how to respond to that. It's an odd comment after a game in which they took 24 threes. They actually took um, way, way less threes than they've been they've been shooting. Um, the free throw thing, I don't I don't know. Guys are just cold from the free throw line. Um, it is what it is. Uh, this is definitely, I tell you, man, it's funny. You give a you give a fan base a little expectations. And uh they you perceived five and three. Um and they've been frustrating. Don't get me wrong, they've been incredibly frustrating to watch. Much more frustrating than a five and three team should be. But it, it may you know, it makes you say some crazy things like, ah, they you know, the Knicks why are the Knicks shooting so many threes? Terrible. Like, come on, guys. We've we've been waiting, um we've been waiting for this team to modernize for a very long time. It's long overdue. Um, you need to have a modern offense. Uh, the adjustment has been difficult. Um, you know, you, 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 that that part of it, though, that's still heading in the right direction. I, I hate the fact that they only got up 24 threes tonight. That was abysmal. They Again, another reason they lost the game is because they just couldn't take more threes. They couldn't make more threes, obviously. And they, um, they, uh, they dribbled into a lot of tough shots, into, into some long twos I didn't love. Rim protection was good for Indiana. Um, threes are going to win you more games and they'll lose you more games. Um, Aussie Knicks fan. Feels like this is becoming RJ's team in front of our eyes. I could not uh, agree more. If you were Tibbs, what's one thing you would change for the next game? Um, I That's a great question. I I don't really know. Um, like, again, they only took 24 threes. They only made five of them. That's odd. Like, even though the, the Pacers were playing really solid out on the perimeter, and by the way, that's something the Pacers have been doing, you know, f- for a while. Um, they're very good at that. Um, I, I, I think they'll hit more. I think he he needs to figure out a way to spring them for more threes. So for, for apologies to anyone who's like, the Knicks should shoot fewer threes. I, I loved the fact that they were shooting 40-whatever threes a game. I want them to go back to that. Because if you shoot that many and they're and they're decent looks, they're going to go in and, and the Knicks have good three point shooters. Um, th- you know, putting tonight aside, uh, the Flying Machine Collective. I think it's time to give Grimes a look. Young Lido, I stare at Grimes with every quickly brick. Wow, that cannot be a coincidence that those um, those two comments came back to back. Look, so this is where I start to become an unpopular guy on these post game live streams. Um, I am all for giving quickly a longer leash. If quickly was going out there, wasn't looking to make the right play. If he was going on one, one-on-one in situations that didn't warrant it. If he was dogging it on defense, um, any of those things, I would say absolutely. hundred percent. Give the, give the kid a look. He's not doing any of that. He's going out there. He's playing hard. He's playing good defense. I think he's been, I think he's been one of their better defensive players this year. Um, you know, he was starting to find a little bit tonight. I think, I think he had, what did he had a couple shots? Um, I understand it's still not there for him on offense. He was two of five. Didn't take a three pointer tonight. It's just, it's funny. He played 14 minutes, scored four points, two of five. And like, it's just strange that that's the thing we want to go to. Look guys, this is the roster they put together. This is the rotation they put together. It is this 10 man rotation. It should be this 10 man rotation all year, barring injury. Um, you stick it out. Like there's very few teams who win every game. There's very few teams that look good every game. Guys are going to have slumps. Guys are going to be in, in, um, in bad places. Sometimes it just so happens that Emmanuel quickly is in not a great place right now. And it's early in the season. Uh, give him time. He was one of the five best rookies last year. I would argue he was one of the, the three or four best rookies last year. 
Um, I think he'll be good. Um, I think he'll be fine. I think your patience will be rewarded. They got Grimes on year one of a of a four year rookie contract. They're going to get more than enough time to look at at Quinn Grimes. I, I promise you. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Knicks basketball is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for Knicks tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NBA tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that all other sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NBA tickets. Don't believe it? If you could find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you a hundred and 10% of the difference in the purchase price. When the Knicks schedule came out, there are definitely certain dates we all circled on the calendar. October 20th against the Celtics, Christmas Day against the Hawks, January 12th against the Mavericks, even April 6th against Brooklyn. Whether on the road or in the garden, TickPick has you covered. Visit TickPick.com slash film school today to save $10 on your first order of Knicks tickets. That's TickPick.com slash film school to save $10 on your first order of Knicks tickets today. What else we got? <clears throat> Kyle Smith. It's early in the season, but the point of attack D is looking bad and guys aren't helping in the paint to contest shots. Uh, I thought the help in the paint tonight was tough because Miles Turner and, and Gogo Bataza are hitting threes. So the centers that are in the game are have to pay a little bit of attention to those guys out on the three-point line. Um, the problem is they didn't really stop either, right? They were trying to have their cake and eat it too, and they got neither. Um, I did not think Mitch – I think Mitch played – I don't know if it was the worst game of the season. It seemed like Mitch was his, – his impact – I know he had three blocks. I think all of them were in the first quarter. It seemed like his impact was a little muted. I thought Noel was fine. We haven't talked about Noel. I thought Noel was okay. Um, but, yeah. D Black, shot glass half full take. Why only a shot glass? You got to get a nice, nice beer half full. Uh, this is not about talent or attitude. This is execution. We have the right players and coaching staff to fix execution. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. They played poorly. Um I wrote it today, and I think I said it probably two nights ago. I, I don't I don't see any systemic issues with this team that can't be fixed. Now, to be very clear, once they fix the execution stuff and they get in a rhythm and they get on a roll, hopefully, knock on wood, um, I don't think that's going to make them a contender by any stretch. But I think we're going to hopefully 
get out of this habit of um, coming on here and like the sky is falling because of X, Y, and Z. I, I still don't think we've seen this team play their best basketball. I think they have it in them, um, you know, and, and they'll be better. And again, it's funny. We're saying this all about a five and three team. Lewis MRI, uh, two things. One, what's your opinion on what's wrong with Randall right now? Um, two, remember fans debating if RJ would get a max, LOL. Tibbs has to give him the keys. Yeah, no, no disagreement. More more looks for RJ. Again, did did lead, lead the team in shots today, which is notable. Um, yeah, if RJ keeps playing like this, he's he's getting that's a day one max right there. Uh, on what's wrong with Randall, I think Randall's still overthinking it. I think he's not letting the game come to him. I think he is trying to figure out how to be. Because here's the thing: Tibbs's whole thing is you got to draw like that's Tibbs' philosophy is is draw doubles, draw two to the ball. If you've listened to any Thibodeau press conference since he's come here. It's two to the ball, two to the ball, make the right pass. Implied in two to the ball is if you're Julius Randle and you just made the all-star team and you just finished eighth in MVP voting and you were on the all-NBA second team and you're being guarded and they're not bringing two to the ball or they're like you're being guarded one-on-one and there's like a guy hedging here and a guy hedging there. It's like, all right, well, what do I do? Well, last year, when he had one-on-one coverage, Julius Randle shot it a lot. And he made it a lot. (laughs) He was really good in those spots. This year, again, I don't have the updated numbers in front of me. He's been abysmal from from long range. uh, Sorry, not long range. He's been abysmal from long two-point range. Tonight, he was 0 of 2 from deep. So he has not been – on the whole, he has not been good from from three-point range. Um He's struggling to hit the shots that he made last year. He had – we saw it in the – I think it was in the fourth quarter. He had a baseline fadeaway. He hit that shot like it was – he hit that shot in his sleep last year. He missed it tonight. You know, he hasn't gotten that shot a lot because, again, teams are – have a book on him now and they're they're playing him tight and um, it's just been a tough go for him. Does this mean he's not a top 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever player in the NBA? You know, that'll reveal itself over the course of the year. Um, I do think he will be fine. I think he will come out of this. What I was encouraged about Julius Randle tonight, and I'll probably spotlight it in the newsletter tomorrow, is I thought he had some really nice drives. And that's the thing that Randle has gotten away from, I think, over the, especially last year, is just putting the ball on the floor and trying to drive to the lane when he has when he's being guarded one-on-one on the perimeter and he has a lane. He had a few nice finishes tonight. Also had some drives where he forced it. Again, trying to find the right balance. Um, it's been eight games. I'm okay giving him some time, uh, especially with two, two new teammates in the starting lineup. Dale, please tell Mitch how to set real screens. I, I, Dale, um, it's been an issue now. This is four years. Uh, I love Mitchell Robinson. I love what he can do for this team. I love how he raises this team's ceiling. Um, 100%. Um, the fact that – and it's really – it's tough because if if teams are going to play the Knicks the way their the defenses seem to be playing them now, which is essentially you're not going to hit threes. We're going to make you drive. I noticed tonight it was a lot of like – Kemba Walker, Evan Fournier, R.J. Barrett, whoever, just dribbling on the perimeter and trying to beat guys off the dribble without the assistance of a, of a screen. And I wonder if that's because the Knicks don't have a guy who's going to set a really good screen. Mitch sets terrible screens. Noel does not set great screens. Julius Randle doesn't really set great screens. It's never been something he's done a lot. Um, you know, that's – it, again, it goes hand-in-hand hand with how teams are playing them, I think. That would be my suspicion. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely an issue. Ryan Hay, I thought Rose should have finished this game. Ah, uh, sure. Again, Rose is old. He's older than Kemba. He was good. Kemba was bad. Do they win the game if Rose, should, if Rose finishes? Eh, I don't know. Probably not. Um, but maybe. Uh, C.T. Pittman, what's going on, my man? Is it just me, or wasn't the Pacers running pretty much the same plays? Uh, yeah, they were running the same plays, and, and you're, no, we could not stop them. 
But we also played against the refs. This one was not called evenly. I don't I don't disagree. Uh, that was a flagrant on RJ. It was absolutely a flagrant on RJ. And there were a couple of plays. Like, again, on the whole, I don't know that the refereeing was so uneven, but it felt like there were some key moments in this game where the refs made a call that was really egregious. Like, the one that sticks out to me is um, – they uh, they got it to within two. Pacers scored a three. The TJ uh, McConnell three that got it back up to five, and then Rose drives and uh, Goga Bataze looks like he clearly fouled him, and it wasn't it wasn't um, it wasn't called, and it was a fast break the other way. Pacers go up by seven. Uh, I think the Knicks may have got it within four after that, but like that's a key. That's a really big play. Um, but yeah, they were running the same plays. Knicks couldn't stop it. The Knicks, I mean, look, other than RJ and Mitch, who are your who are your big time defenders now on this team? Um, they need to figure it out as a team. They need to really and but and but again, to their credit, I do think the second unit defense was really good there in this in the third quarter and the beginning of the fourth quarter. I thought they brought a lot of energy, a lot of spirit, a lot of toughness. Um I, yeah. I don't know what else to say. Um, they need to. They need to figure it out. They need to. They need to play. They need to defend better. Um, that said, I love Kemba taking the charge. So I thought that was. I thought that was big. Um, Jason M. Team has issues. Defense is nowhere near last season's defense. Uh, that's not not wrong. Uh, Randall is completely lost. I don't know. If he's completely lost. I think he's. He is not found. Uh, he's not lost. But he's not found. Uh, IQ needs to be benched, okay? Uh, RJ isn't ready to carry the team yet. Uh, RJ's 21. I think he'll be okay. Um, Adam, uh, too many guys with off nights. Not worried at all. Uh, Bet we'll have a good game against Milwaukee and beat the champs. Noel back as a plus. RJ is most improved player. Uh, RJ's going to have some competition for most improved player. Uh, Tyler Hero is going to be heard from. Uh, OG Ananobi is going to be heard from. Uh, Miles Bridges is going to be heard from, but RJ should definitely be in the running. Um, and it's, it's certainly, uh, he's one of the five names that I would, that I would consider right now. Um, yeah, I, I look, obviously I'm not doom and gloom like some folks are right now, but, um, I'm not going to say I'm not worried at all because I think the reason why folks are clearly upset, um, after this game, after the last game, after some of the troubling trends that we've seen from this team this season, um, is that there is there is something off. Uh, there is something in the water. And this team was so likable last year. Not to say this team was better last year. They were so likable and they were so easy to root for because – they always, I think, played the right way, and and that isn't to say that there weren't frustrating moments. And obviously, I, we'd get on here and we'd bitch and moan about, you know, Peyton playing at all, and like occasionally a, a guy would have a game where he'd take too many shots and this and that. But by and large, we always felt like this team's playing the right way. You know, they laid it all out there. They 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 outkicked their coverage, and now the team is more talented. And it seems like it's going in the opposite direction where they're not maximizing that talent, whether it's the, you know, are they going to Randall too much? Are they not going to RJ enough? Um, Are they, are they, you know, is the defense slacking? Like all these things, you know, and that's, that is, I think part of the adjustment of changing some major pieces of your, of your, of your roster. Um, I think there is an adjustment. I don't think, and maybe this was my mistake, the, the notion that we were just going to bottle up that magic. Like, there's a reason all of us fell in love with this team last year. The notion that we were going to bottle up that magic and um, just, like, open it up again this season, I think that was probably a little naive. Like, you got to earn that every year, and you got to find it. And, like, even Tibbs said multiple times before the year started, like, it's a new season. Well, last season's over. Julius said it recently. Everybody said it. So, um, yeah, something to, something to consider and think about moving forward. Um, prob Maze, we have lost our identity a little bit on defense for sure. I, I don't disagree with that. But I think Tibbs will eventually drill it back in. I just hope it's not too late when that happens. I mean, again, they're 5-3. and three. If we were sitting here and they were 3-5, and five, 
<clears throat> I'd obviously be a little bit more worried. Um, they're still five and three. I so I don't think we're in the territory of like I hope it's not too late. Um, you know they got some time to figure this out. Uh, that said, you know it's funny. The I, I kept focusing on these first sixteen games. I said they got to get off to a good start in the first sixteen games, and they've already played Orlando twice. All of a sudden, the Cleveland game looks not that easy. The Charlotte game at at Charlotte looks not that easy. Um, you got one more Orlando game and a Houston game. By the way, Houston's been feisty, you know. And then you got Murderers Row here: Chicago, Lakers, Phoenix, Atlanta, Brooklyn, Chicago, Denver. You know, and then it lets up a little bit, but you know they they really do need to get off to a decent start. And um, you know, I'd feel a lot better about six and two than I would about five and three. Uh, but I still I don't feel terrible yet. Um, Hush zoo. So why don't we have Mitch on Sabonis and Julius on the perimeter regarding Miles? Absolutely confusing. Um, I don't know that it would have made that much of a difference. Um, Miles has a, more of a size advantage on, on Julius. He can put the ball on the floor. Obviously, Sabonis could put the ball on the floor too. I think that if I had to guess – Demonis Sabonis is the all-star. Uh, Miles Turner is not. He Tibbs wanted like Julius to guard the guy who is the better player, which probably doesn't sound right because Mitch is like supposedly the best defender. Um, but I think he likes, I don't know. I think he likes keeping matchups traditional. Um, like when you start cross-matching, like bad things could happen. I, I don't know. I don't, what 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 difference would it really have made? I guess is the point that I'm trying to make. Um, I don't know that would it would have made that much of a difference. Julius is also shorter, so like uh, Miles Turner, if he's going to be hitting uh, shooting from three, if Julius is out there on the three point line guarding the perimeter, like Miles could just shoot over him if he wants to. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's not not a bad comment, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, that's I don't think that's why they lost this game. Tyler Michaels, Pacers are good when healthy, top five team in the East. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that I feel comfortable saying anybody's a top five team in the East outside of Miami, Brooklyn, and Milwaukee. Uh, East is fucking good, um, and Pacers are good. Tough game. What could the Knicks do differently in the fourth quarter offensively? I didn't like the shots they got. Um, I thought the Pacers deed up pretty well. Um yeah, I thought the def- I thought I thought Pacers played good defense, and they the Knicks just didn't hit shots. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch it. Um, that's a good that's a good question. Uh, I will I will uh, rewatch. Uh, a G Black. I hate to say this because I don't want to defend Alfred, but Kemba's a significant downgrade on defense. I don't I don't agree with that at all. So much penetration by opposing point guards this year. Yeah, they got that against against Peyton too. Um, the difference was Bullock was there to clean up a lot of messes. And also, like, here's the difference. Peyton could get around the screen. He was capable of getting around the screen occasionally. He was also – and uh, Zach Lowe has, has uh, used this term to describe Peyton before. He was a space cadet. He would, like, be at a – he would be completely out of position on defense and, like, for no rhyme or reason. So, for, like, for as much as he, he, he added on the table on defense occasionally – he was not a good defender. He was still like an average at best defender. Kemba Walker, like, yes, he allows a lot of penetration. He also takes the charges. Uh, we've seen him get in passing lanes. Some, Like, again, I don't think this team's downfall is going to be Kemba Walker's defense. I think Kemba Walker makes up for it fivefold on offense over what Peyton gave you. Uh, Walker just had a bad night. You know, it happens. Uh, Jeremy E. I thought they looked better tonight than on Monday. I completely agree with that, 100%. Starting five is still getting to know each other. Completely agree. Need to play strong against the Bucks on Friday, though. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think Friday is like a must-win game or anything. Um, and again, I thought they 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 were they, we're, we're sitting here and we're complaining. I thought there were some positives tonight. I thought they they stayed in it in a game when the Pacers were just hitting so many shots um, that like are not normally going to get in the Knicks stayed in it. The Knicks hung tough. This was a two point game in the fourth quarter. 
you know, they didn't, they didn't play terribly. Um, I know it sucks to lose, but you know, it's, uh, I, I agree. They do need to play uh, a little bit better, execute better to, to the earlier comment. Um, Ryan. Hey, good to see Noel back, but not his butterfingers. Yeah. I look Noel. I don't know. I think Taj is better. I've always thought Taj is better. I think it's good to have Noel. I'm not sure that, you know, it's nice to have him back. I I, I thought he played, I thought he played above his head last year. It's his first game back. I'm not going to, that's why I haven't really talked about Noel. I don't really have much to say. It's his first game back. And I thought he looked like it was his first game back. That's really it. Anthony six though. I thought Randall took a step in the right direction tonight. I agree. Um, I agree. Uh, better body language, looking for RJ, hustle and communication. Agree on all those. As far as Burks, do you think his be- his role off the bench is shifting to me being more defensive? I mean, Burks is like <laughs> there's a reason Burks was available last season for six and a half million dollars for one year. Um, like he's an imperfect player. Um, I do think he needs to, to to obviously concentrate on defense, but at the same time, like. He was valuable last year because he was a guy who could put the ball on the floor, who could create a little bit on the perimeter. He could he could hit it off the dribble three. He hit a lot of big threes last year. Um, and, you know, he gets to the rim occasionally. Um, he's just kind of like a really nice eighth, ninth guy on a team. Um, I just – he just needs to do what he did last year. I think that's it. As long as he does what he did last year, he, that, that's great. Um, but he hasn't so far. Um, he's been, he's been, he's been a little off. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road, but if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, no smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Uh, White Falcon, 44. Got it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think this is a bit at this point. White Falcon, 44. Got to trade Randall and 48 for, for Paul, PG-13. Need a small forward. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think that's happening. Dan Hidalgo. Overreaction question mark? Knicks put themselves at a major disadvantage playing Walker down the stretch. I think it's a bit of an overreaction. Um, I mean, listen, game to game plus minus is not really worth looking at, but just for argument's sake, uh, Walker was, well, Walker was minus 11. Rose was minus two. Um, Rose had 13 points on 11 shots. Walker obviously Shot terribly, had four points on 11 shots. Um, I don't know. I, I I can't get there. That's the reason they lost the game. Like, Walker, Rose had a good game. He had a solid game. Um, I trust Kemba to the point where, like, if he's having a bad game, I trust him to come in and hit some big threes. He didn't do it tonight. Um, you know, and again, it's not like Derrick Rose is, uh, I don't know, DeJounte Murray out there in terms of defense. He's better, but, you know, I think that the Pacers were having their way with him almost as much as uh, as uh, Kemba. Uh, Wixell Metellus, the Randall slander needs to stop. We're 5-3, and three and it's still early in the season after we made some significant changes in the summer. He'll be okay. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I, I You know, it's tough because I understand why people are frustrated with, with Randall. Um, but the reason people I think are frustrated with Randall is because Randall was so good last year. He was so good. And I think we need to recognize the fact that like, it's really hard to finish eighth in MVP. It's really hard to make second team all NBA. Like 
some of the greatest players that have ever played the game. Guys, guys who made the top 75 of all time list never made second team all NBA. James Worthy never made second team all NBA. Um, like I'm, I'm sure there's somebody else obvious that I'm forgetting, but like, it's really fucking hard to be to, to for for the league to be like you were one of the best ten players in the league this year. That's that's so hard. Um, and Randall played at that level and he deserved that designation. And now he's playing like a guy who is just like a good player, a talented player, but a player who's struggling. And um, you know, you roll with it. He's earned that right. To me, he's earned the right. He's earned the right to work out the kinks. You don't give up on a guy like that after eight games. Um, certainly not. Um, Casey Gray. I don't see why Julius has been playing 37 minutes a night. Always more than capable of holding his weight, and maybe some rest could help Drew's effort. See, that's something I will I will give credence to um, because I think Obi's been excellent. I think he's been really good. Um his ability to put the ball on the floor and finish at the rim at a high level. I think he was, he three for three tonight. He was three for three last. I remember looking, um, let me see here. Yeah, he was three for three. Got to the line once another time. Um, I know, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I would love to see OB play 15, 16, 17, 18 minutes a night. I still think, Maybe not tonight, not against this matchup, but I still think there's five minutes a game out there on most nights where you could play the two of them together. Um, yeah, I like that comment. Good good job, Casey. Um, forgotten NYC, just curious, at what point do the it's too early talk turn into legit panic? 20 games, question mark, all-star break, question mark. I mean, if they're... I don't know, eight and 12 after 20 games, it's not early anymore. Um, I, my, I've been saying pretty consistently, like give me somewhere between 15 and 20 games after 15 and 20 games. I think, you know what a team is for the most part. Um, I think we'll know a lot more about what this team is after I've, I've said it all along 16 games. If this team wins is like, 11 and five somehow after 16 games, then we're in great shape. If they're nine and nine and seven, we're like, I don't know, probably looking at a record around 500. If they're worse than that, that's probably an issue. Uh, do what else we got? You dunk now to G interesting name. Why is our offense so stagnant when we've added more playmakers? P.S. Shut up. Wixell Metellus. J.K. That's my boy. LOL. Um, our offense was ranked third in the league uh, before tonight. Uh, they had an off game. They did not execute well. Uh, even the best offenses in basketball are allowed to have stagnant nights. Um, I do not think their offense is stagnant. I think their offense had a bad game. Um, that is what I think. Um, what else we got? And oh, we got a couple. Man, you guys, thank you everybody for your comments in the super chat. Even though I, I did, I'm disagreeing with a lot of these. I apologize. Um, Neville Humphreys. At the last season, I asked you if Coach Tibbs can study to become a great offensive coach. In my opinion, I believe that the verdict is in, and is absolutely no. We are being outcoached again. Third ranked defense, third ranked offense in the league. Coming into tonight, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe we're watching different games. Maybe 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 I'm watching a different a different feed. Um, it's a bad game. They had a bad game. They did not execute. Um, Pacers came in, played really good defense. Knicks didn't hit shots. Missed a lot of shots at the rim. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to say to that. Um, Crazy how the sky is falling. Tibbs, Tibbs, NBA coach of the year. Can't coach offense. Third-ranked offense coming in tonight. Tibbs can't coach offense. That's it's, it's up there. Uh, White Falcon, another comment. I, I love these. These make my day. Rose, RJ, PG-13, OB Mitch, Kemba Burks, Batum. Oh, we're getting Batum, too, now. That's, that's a game changer. Taj Noel. 
I guess we'll have Taj at the five, right? Or no, Taj at the four. I um I don't I don't know what to do with with White Falcon. God love you, White Falcon. Forgot NYC. To clarify my previous chat, I'm saying specifically for some of our struggling players like IQ or Julius. Oh, okay. Um Yeah, same answer. 15, 20 games. 15, 20 games is when I think you can start to look at stats. Uh CT Pittman. What's going on again? People got to realize this is real life, not NBA 2K. <laughs> Some of the trades proposed are ridiculous. No, nah, that's just White Falcons. Uh, forgotten NYC. Nick's 0-2 since I last had a chicken color. That is a good way. That is a good way to end this, baby. Okay. Um, thanks, everybody. Look, I, I apologize. Everybody's very frustrated. I get it. It's It sucks to lose a game in which you don't play well. Um, just, you know. I said this a lot last year, probably early. I said it more than I said it late because I didn't say it late. It's important to keep perspective. Um, it's really hard to win in the NBA. There are a lot of good teams. Um, there's very few bad teams. Teams have game plans. Teams prepare. Teams are well coached. Teams have talent. Teams know what you want to do. Teams prepare to stop you from doing what you want to do. Um, and on top of all that, the Knicks do not have still a guy that's a, that's a, you know, that's a superstar player. Um, they're going to have these nights as a result of that. Um, it just kind of comes to the territory, but no reason to give up hope. Uh, still got a good team, still got a five and three squad. Uh, and I'm still very much looking forward to, um, Friday when hopefully we get a win. So check that out. We got a great, uh, podcast also coming up on Friday. Going to. Be doing that interview tomorrow, and uh, stay tuned for that. And, of course, if you're listening to this on the um, podcast feed uh, after we get off our live stream, feel free to leave a rating and a review, and uh, I will see everybody on Friday night. Peace out.